What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? All right, guys. So we love music around here. We always talk about it, how it affects us, how it doesn't affect us. So today, tonight, actually, mm. we have the verses between Fat Joe and Ja Rule. They kind of been throwing shade at each other via IG, which I love. I'm all for it. But even though that's a cool verses, what caught my attention was that they were saying that 50 Cent might stop by, make an appearance with Fat Joe on the verses. If y'all don't know, 50 Cent and Ja Rule are a little bit of rivals, okay? Yeah, yeah. They don't like each other. And what would I be without my baby? (laughs) Yeah, that's Ja right there. That's actually pretty good. So they asked Ja, like, yo, how do you feel about 50 possibly crashing the scene? Uh Uh Uh-oh. And he goes, I will say, 50 had his shot. I wanted him in the doghouse first. He didn't want to come to the doghouse, so me and Crack are going to respect. We're going to represent for the city and do it right and put on a beautiful, beautiful show. But you know, me and Crack are both competitors. It's going to be a fight and a great show for the people. So he kind of just dismissed it. But I'm he, well, like, he kind of uh, dissed him a little bit, saying he wanted him first and he wouldn't no, step no, up to the plate. Definitely, definitely dissed him and saying you didn't want none of this. Right. I love Jaw, and I was I'm I'm a big Fifty fan. I'm a big Jaw yeah. fan. But I honestly think 50 would destroy him. You think so? Because there are people that will say that 50 is like a, a studio creation, right? Like yes. not, yeah, yeah. Whereas Ja is a little more raw, you know what I mean? But I I, I don't know. Like I Wait, I don't know. You had like Ja Rule and Ashanti and Ja uh-huh. Rule and like, Lloyd. I don't know. I feel like he was also very commercialized. I feel like they're probably- No, 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 no. I, I'm not dis- disputing the commercialized version of the two. What I'm saying is more of like, a studio creation like by Eminem and Dre and those guys where maybe he's not as good off the cuff or in a situation like this, a live situation as Ja Rule would be. 50 my, Cent was like, he was like a serious gangster. He got shot. Oh, I know. I I, like, that's yeah. what I mean. He's more legit than, right. than Ja Rule, right? No, no. I, I get it. I'm talking about the actual like, like performance aspect of it. I'm not talking about their bona fides. Yeah, see, that's where I was coming. Musically, I do think Jaw has them, but I would be just afraid of having 50 Cent because, you, you know, like she said, he was a G. Like, he don't play around. So for me, it's like, yo, having sure. him there, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little scared for my life. Like, you don't like me. You can come at me. I don't know. That, that was what I meant. Not yeah. not necessarily on the music side, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good versus. I'm excited. It. It's actually during the, it starts at 6 p.m., but, you know, you guys got to hang out with us and we'll kind of fill you in as it goes. I'm going to have yeah. it on in the background. Right. For sure. I, uh, I love Fat Joe, by the way. I'm a big Fat Ooh, Joe fan. Me too. He represents for her people, you know, just saying. Yeah. I he love does. It. Yeah. He does. Cap, do you represent for your people? All the time. You know it. You know I do. Okay. That's why they call me Fat Scott. Yeah. <laughs> do they? That's that. That, 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 that's not what I, I feel like you don't love when they call you Fat Scott. Though. No, in fact, I just call myself Fat Scott, really. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes are from, from wherever you are. Um, so it's funny, Scott, because um, you were stunned. Was it last week that you found out that Chris is also Keyshawn's uh, social media person? Yeah, yeah. So this whole time, every time I've ever tweeted and tagged Keyshawn, and Keyshawn has come back at me. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Keyshawn's, you know, coming back and, right. you know, he's helping me and his station. That's kind of cool that he's participating. Yeah. And then I found out on Friday that, that Morales, it was Morales is Keyshawn yeah. on Twitter. I had Well, no not all the time. Not all the time. How, how, what percentage of the time? 
I would say probably, if I had to guess, easily like 65 to 75% of the time. Okay. Ooh, that's um, high. Maybe higher. Yeah. That's so high. let's say most of the time, yeah. Keyshawn's Twitter handle. Is Chris doing social media work for mm-hmm. Keyshawn? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I found but that But my out question is, now when Chris is in our group chat, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you didn't find it strange that Chris Morales, okay, you, you, you've seen him, right? Mm-hmm. right? You didn't find it strange that all his emojis that he would send in the chat were all black emojis no never thought once about that never never ever thought about it at all because sometimes when i send emojis i just click on something and i'm like okay there's a black thumbs up is that cool now do, somebody do gets- you do do you do like the the, what, the basic emoji which i believe is yellow like right like on the thumbs and stuff like that and like the fingers and the peace signs and all that stuff or do you actually go with like a a a, a tone of skin no, I just go with whatever I click first. I mean, I'm oh. really not. Mm. I don't really pick. Oh, like, Laura seemed time, judgy there for a second. <laughs> I know. She's Laura, very judgy why were you judging him there? Yeah. I'm curious. That's not true, Sky. You know true. I love you. Uh, you got crazy love for me. Mad love. I do. That's how we show Latinas. That's how we show our love. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah. yeah. What do you? What do you? What? What? I mean, because I, I, I go with a slightly. Uh, Tint of brown and tan. Yes, me too. Because yes. we we a little light skin, George. You know, we're a little light skin Latinos. So I have yeah. to. I can't do the darker one, even though I wish I could. Right. So I do the little hint. Just a, a hint of tan. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. is uh, what I use on mine. Is what I call it. But uh, but that didn't like surprise you. Never that one Chris, time. who's white, was using black emojis. Like that didn't stick out to you because immediately I noticed it went back a long time ago, uh, well before you were here. And I'm like, are you are you why are you using black emojis? Like, I just out of curiosity, like, wait, you know, saying? and he's like, I'm like, is that because you're doing keys social media? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I started laughing. He's like, I just too hard to change back and forth. Is what he said to me. Wait, so that's why I was stunned that you didn't pick up on that. No, I wait. You said he's white. Chris Morales. Yeah. You don't think he's white? I don't know. I, I mean, I he's half. He a, he's like half white, half his Mexican. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, the the uh, the emoji that he sent never occurred to me. Right, never and the reason time. I brought that up is because he sent one now with like the shaking my head face, like the face palm. Yeah, and and I just it made me remember that that that. So you did not pick up on that. No, never one time. Because uh, you know why, George? I'm the kind of brother that don't see color. See that right there? Okay, good, good yeah. for you. Yeah. Although I did just get somebody very angrily sending me a tweet saying that I'm the problem. And I Wait, said, well, what? what? Yeah, I'm the problem. In other words, we were talking about Eric Bieniemy and USC. And what I said was, I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is a brilliant play caller. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy is a brilliant offensive coordinator. I know Eric Bieniemy was a phenomenal running back in college, a national champion. I know that he was an excellent NFL player. And I know that he has had a very decorated career as an NFL assistant coach. That's what I know. So this guy's like, well, you're the problem. What do you mean I'm the problem? I'm a guy who last year was like, Eric Bieniemy should be the number one guy to get a head coaching job in the NFL. I'm not the problem. I don't own an NFL team. But I would also say this. I would be giving Eric Bieniemy major consideration for this USC job. I would want to interview him, get to know him, understand his background, understand you know what he does under Andy Reid. You know, I, I'd like to know that. And this gentleman is essentially saying to me, well, Look at other guys that were with Andy Reid that have gone on to become NFL head coaches. You're not saying that about them. It's the exact same thing I would have said about any of those guys. The difference is chances are those guys that he's talking about 
played quarterback in the NFL. And there's a difference the way people, especially owners, perceive a quarterback versus a running back when it comes to coaching. About position, not right. about anything else. Right. No, I, I, I understand. You don't have to sell me, bro. No, I don't you're, think you're the problem. I, but to I your point, to your point, though. the NFL's the problem. Or the owners, rather, are the problem. I would think so. But I didn't realize that, that Morales sending me an emoji of, uh, of somebody of darker skin, I never put two and two together. But then again, George, I'm the guy who didn't realize he was Keyshawn on, on Twitter. So right, don't I that was dumb. kind of my point, is that yeah. that could have been a, a giveaway. You know, yeah. is what I'm saying. I feel so yeah. stupid. Yeah. This whole time I felt cool. I was like, well, that's cool. Keyshawn's getting back to me. You know, he's participating yeah. on Twitter. That's yeah. really cool of Keyshawn. You were Only- so like, you were like, wow, Key's so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now, see, and you hated Morales, and Morales was the guy doing all that. Yeah. No, I love Morales, but I, I wish I would have known. How come I didn't know? Like, was this common knowledge? Did everybody know this? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. I mean, not the audience, I don't know, but, but definitely people at the station knew. Well, everybody knows now. Yeah. No, no, right, for sure. Uh, speaking of knowing, Carmelo Anthony uh, said some things about his opportunity with the Lakers. He was on first take this morning with Stephen A. Smith. Here's what he said about all the talk about them being the old squad. Laura, let me hear what Melo said to Stephen A. today. Well, we, I mean, that's a fact. Ain't nobody saying nothing that's not a fact. We, we, are, we old as hell, Steve. We, you, you know that in, in basketball sense. But I just think that what we all bring to the table is is a wisdom that a lot of people don't have. Like the way that we're able to, that we're going to be able to come together, hold each other, hold each other accountable, uh, have each other backs. You know, we we have we have the most knowledge on this one team than the whole NBA have. I I I think so. If we can't put that together and make something work, then that that's on us. That's that's not on nobody else. And that's that's something that you know that I'm looking forward to. We all talk about it. We all discussed it. We know what's at stake. We're going to have fun with this journey. We're going to enjoy this this journey. We're going to embrace it. That's the- yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you got to embrace this. You know what I mean? And now I know LeBron wants to use it as ammunition, and that's fine. You can, Look, everybody's going to digest this thing differently. But, yeah, don't hide from it. You know what happens in the NBA, Kaplan? Tell me. You know what, what, what happens with old teams for the most part? No, not all of them, but for the most part, old teams are the ones that win. If you look at every championship team, you know what they got on their bench more than likely if they don't have it in their starting lineup? A bunch of old, experienced dudes. Yeah, listen, I I loved uh, what Carmelo said. I'll start off with this. Man, we old as hell. Yeah, right. And nobody's shying away from it. I mean, it, it seems, George, like what the Lakers did was say, look, we know that our window of opportunity with LeBron is limited. Because he's still a human being who puts his pants on the same way the rest of us do as well. So we have a limited amount of time. Our goal is to win as much as we can so long as LeBron is here. How do we do that? Well, surround him with the most experienced guys. I like the word that Carmelo used, wisdom. These yeah. guys have basketball wisdom. Yeah. And, and look, when, when somebody gets hurt, which is inevitably going to happen, who's going to be the guy that fills in? Is it a young kid like Kyle Kuzma, or is it an older guy like Carmelo Anthony? I'm using those as examples. Right. I would take the experienced, wise, longtime veteran player who knows the game in the league over the young guy who maybe has more athleticism. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think that there needs to be a balance. Like, I don't think you can have all old guys, right? But they, you know, if you look at this Lakers roster, yes, there's a lot of guys who are definitely on the older side, right? Like, I don't think there's any question about that. But, um, you know, they have some young guys, you know, that are going to probably play a role here. Like Kendrick Nunn is probably going to be a six-man kind of guy. Ken Bazemore is not an old guy. Um, you know, and they've got, I mean, Russ is still one of the most athletic guys in the sport, even at 32 or whatever he is like, so, you know, and Anthony Davis isn't old. He's had some injury issues, but he's not old and he's also a freak of nature. So they have guys on this roster. Malik, uh, Malik Monk is another guy. I don't know how much he'll play, but they have guys on this roster that Taylor Horton Tucker, another guy, young guy. So they've got a handful of guys that you would say, I don't think of them as old. You know what I mean? Now plenty of other guys, right? Like LeBron jokes around and he calls himself an old head. Um, Carmelo is clearly old. You heard him there. Dwight is old. Rondo is old. Trevor um, Ariza is another Trevor Ariza you know, is Dwight old. Howard. Yeah. Dwight Howard's 35. Right, um, right. So, they, so they've got... But, listen, that, but embrace it is what right. I'm saying. Well, and, and yeah. that to me is what Carmelo did in that interview with Stephen A. You know, it's funny. We were talking earlier today about being aggressive to Matthew Stafford and saying to Matthew Stafford, hey, look, you know, you, your numbers are great in Detroit, but you've never really won. Now you're here. And, and, you know, he maybe was a little bit, you know, put off by that comment. But it's the same thing that Stephen A. is saying to Carmelo. Hey, you guys are old and everybody knows it. And rather than getting upset about it, he's like, yeah, we old as hell. However, while our numbers say 37, 36, 35, 34, we're not looking at it as we're old in terms of age. We're looking at it as we're wise, well beyond what the rest of the league has. As a matter of fact, if you add up all of our experience, we're way beyond everybody in the NBA. That's what we're banking on to win a title this year. Right, as they should, to be frank with you. I think that's exactly what they should be banking on. All right, coming up next, I've got a food take. I tried something that I've been meaning to try for a while. I thought it would be unbelievable, and I came away pretty disappointed oh plus my. we'll get back into usc and what their coaching situation looks like one big name has stepped up saying that he wants the job we'll tell you who that is on the other side this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Oh, uh, yeah, there's Fat Joe. Ja Rule Fat Joe versus today, 6 o'clock. Uh, so, real quick, I've got an update on my Airbnb situation. Let me hear it. So I, for those who are just tuning in, I had I booked an Airbnb in New York for some personal slash business stuff. Um, I got to make the trek to Bristol and back. So I booked an Airbnb because I had a credit on Airbnb from the pandemic, um, something that we booked as like a family vacation that never happened, obviously. So I had a credit with them. So I said, I'll just use the credit. It's going to expire soon. I might as well use it anyway. Um, and I asked my wife, I said, we're going to use this? She's like, nah, just go ahead and use it. So whatever. So long story short, I, I booked this, this apartment in the Upper East Side. 
And I'm like, all right. And then they, the guy tells me, we'll tell you where the key is the day before. That should have been a giveaway at that point. Right. I should have been like, oh, that's weird. He said it was nearby. So I assumed, oh, maybe it's in like a lockbox somewhere in the building or whatever. See, the weird thing is, is that if you're, you didn't tell me this one detail, which is that you booked this, this uh, Airbnb in a building in the Upper East Side, I would think that there's a doorman in that building who could just give you the key when you get there. Or at least security. I, but some of these places are not allowed probably to Airbnb, hence why they need to do the thing mm. uh, with a lockbox somewhere, is my guess. Okay? So, anyhow, I find out today that the lockbox is several blocks away in a divider on a busy street in New York City where basically you lock up your bike. Like, in the middle of the street. Like, the divides two sections of a major thoroughfare in New York City. I'm like, bro, I got to bring, like, my luggage and stuff. Like, this is absurd because from there I got to go to call a game. I got to call USC Washington State this weekend. So I'm flying across the country to fly back across the country, okay? Okay. Which, by the way, I got to get into getting to Pullman, Washington. If you're an SC fan and you've never been, this is literally going to be planes, trains, and automobiles. And Beto Duran is going to be my spotter in this game, and he's coming with me. It's going to be a tremendous adventure. But at the end, I'm going to be like – holy moly, that is one of the hardest places in America to get to because everyone I know that's gone to a game there has told me, Sedano, it is the hardest place to get to in America. Okay? Where are you flying into? You got to fly into Spokane? No, I got to fly. I'm flying into Seattle because I can't get uh, the flight I need to get to Spokane. Okay, and then how so, long of a drive is it from Seattle four to Four and a half hours. Oh, vey, what a yes. disaster. Ugh. Exactly. So anyway, so this Airbnb thing, back to that. So yeah. the key is several blocks away. Mm-hmm. Okay, as I told you, in a very busy thoroughfare in a lock, you know, in the divider in the middle of the street. So I called Airbnb. I'm like, yo, if I would have known this was the case, I would have canceled this thing. But now I'm in, a, in the window where I can't cancel. They're not giving me my money back or my credit back. So, you know, I spoke to them multiple times on the phone today, but I finally just got a response um, from them on the app. And it said, uh, hope you're doing well. I'm sorry to reach you at this hour. My name is Shaw, one of the support ambassadors with Airbnb. So he's one of the ambassadors. What's up, Shaw? I recently just got assigned to your ticket that you submitted to us. I read the message correspondence on the Airbnb inbox, and I understand that you wanted to cancel the reservation and get a full refund. I will reach out to your host and ask if there's any way that you can conveniently and safely pick up the key and ask them about your refund request as well. I will keep you posted. So then I just wrote him. I said, thanks. I appreciate it. Had I known the key was several blocks away, I wouldn't have booked this reservation. If you go back on one of my canceled reservations for this trip, I canceled one immediately upon having a similar situation with the key because I did. I tried to book another apartment before that, and the guy wrote back to me immediately says, hey, you're going to have to pick up the key at, like, some grocery store across the street. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? But then it's that. It's that they they probably aren't allowed to Airbnb, so they got to do it on on the down low and have someone hook you up. But I was like, bro, I'm not going to some mom-and-pop grocery store to pick up a key. That seems absurd. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here? Do they give you instructions like, hey, when you walk in the building. Yeah, ask for like John or right, whatever. Right. It's like, right, no, yeah. bro, them, this is ridiculous. Yeah, tell them that you're my brother. You know, tell them that you're my cousin in visiting. I mean, are they are they telling you that you have to lie also because they're lying to the building? Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know, bro. Um, like, it's just ridiculous. So I want to cancel all this. I'm just going to book a hotel at this point. I just want my credit back. I'll, you know, we'll figure out something to use it for, you know, and just like maybe this, see if I can get them to extend the credit to next year or something and just do that because this is just absurd. But anyhow, (laughs) 
Um, Doesn't it feel good, though, to just kind of get it off your chest right now? Because, like, honestly, you could have gone back to, to, to anything else. We could have gone back to the Dodgers. We could have gone back to the SC coaching search. We could have gone back to the Rams, the we'll Rangers last night. But, but doesn't it feel good to just get that off your chest a little bit? Don't you feel better? Yeah, yeah, no, it does. I mean, good, it, they're, they're, that's part of the whole experience on the yeah. show, you know? Yeah, real life. So, anyway, speaking of real life, real quick, before we do get to SC. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a couple of weeks ago, um, when LZ was still on the show, Scott, we still we talked about, I don't know if you were here that day, you might have been on vacation, but I'm pretty sure you were here. We were talking about Popeyes getting into the chicken nugget game. Okay? I do recall, yeah. And I said, oh, man. That chicken sandwich was legit. Like, for all the craze, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really good chicken sandwich. It's good. It's good. Not so, great, in my opinion. Good. Okay. I thought it was really good. For fast food, it was really good, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, man, those chicken nuggets got to be fire then, right? So it'd been a while, and today I was with my son all day. So my son goes to preschool three days a week. Wife was at work today. I'm like, I got, I got, I'll drop off my daughter at school. He and I will hang out all day. And that's what we did. So I dropped her off. We came back home for a little bit, um, got breakfast for him. Then we went to the park. Oh, actually, I took him to Lowe's with me, uh, which he loved for whatever reason. Like, well, that's loved- the kind of store where you can let a little guy just go run around. That's a great right, place a big to take store. your kid. Big, yeah. big store. Big yeah. store. Yeah. Forget about a park. Go to Lowe's. Go to Home Depot. Park my yeah. ass. Forget about it. Let's go to yeah. a hardware store. So we went to Lowe's first. And he was, like, loving being at Lowe's, and I had to get a few things for the house. So then we went to a park afterwards, and mm-hmm. I tired him out there. And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, let's go to McDonald's. And he, like, do you want a Happy Meal? And he's like, yeah, I want a Happy Meal or whatever. So we go to McDonald's, we go to ha- get a Happy Meal for him. But then there's a Popeye's right across the street. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh, you know what? I'm going to go get Popeye's chicken nuggets. I'm going to do that. So I went, because I went on national television. Okay, on, I don't know if it was around the horn or the jump, but somewhere I said, Popeye's getting into the chicken nuggets game. It is over. It's like Vince Carter when he won the dunk contest, like that gif that's on uh, on social media, that gif where he's going, it's over, it's over, because he won, right? And I'm like, this is over before it even started. Popeye's in the chicken nugget game? Come on. So I went and I ordered their eight-piece p- eight chicken nuggets, and their nuggets look like boneless wings is the way they look, except, okay. you know, with – kind of the extra crispy, like, breading to it, buttermilk yeah, no breading to it. too, right, like sauceless, So they've right? got sauces, a bunch of sauces. So I asked them, they said, which one do you want? And I I, or, I said, can I get one of, you know, of a couple of different ones? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, give me the blackened ranch mm-hmm. and give me the traditional ranch. So at first, I wanted to try it without any of the sauces, like, to see if it's that good. Right, you got to have a baseline of the nugget. So you got to yeah. try it without anything on it. I'm with you. Right, so I tried it, and I was like, it's all right. And I'm like, maybe I just need another bite. Mm-hmm. So I had another one, and I was like, hmm, this doesn't mm-hmm. taste as good as the sandwich did. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I'm like, well, let me put like some ranch and blackened ranch on it or whatever. And they tasted better, for sure. But I'm like, I was disappointed in the Popeye's chicken nuggets because it wasn't as good to me as the sandwich. And I wonder if anyone else has had this encounter if they've tried Popeye's chicken nuggets who have been out for like, I don't know, about a month or so now at this point. See, what I would like to do is I'd like to go get the Popeye's chicken sandwich, dissect the sandwich, have just the chicken part of it, right? cut the chicken, taste the chicken, then go taste the chicken nugget and, and decide for myself, 
are these both the exact same thing? And if they are, then why is the sandwich good and the nugget not so good? Maybe it's everything that comes on the sandwich. Maybe perhaps it's perhaps. the entire collaboration of whatever's on. I'm I'm trying to remember because I've only had the, the Popeye chicken sandwich twice, and you know, listen, I thought to myself, it's good. I just don't think it's great. In fact, I felt like there was a little bit of like an aftertaste that that just wasn't doing it for me. And I've had this argument with people over and over again. If you gave me the choice between a Popeye's chicken sandwich or a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, I think the Chick Fil A sandwich is better. Mm, no, I didn't think the Chick-fil-A sandwich is better, but I do think their nuggets are better. Have you tried the McDonald's version yet? No. Because I hear that the McDonald's chicken sandwich, the one that they show you on the commercial, the where they, they put yeah. a little mayo on it and then some, some pickles, I hear that one's great. Yeah, the new one. Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried that one. Uh, but I, I gave it a shot, and I was disappointed in Popeye's. It's the first time I've ever been disappointed in Popeye's. So it's like a, like a weird feeling for me. You know? I bet. I, I mean, you're probably trying to, you know – Put your emotions together right now. I know. You, it is you love strange. Popeyes. You love their chicken sandwich. You love the cartoon. I love their chicken. Yeah, I you, just, love the, it, you love the forearms. You love their the tenders. Spinach. Their tenders are delicious too. Yeah, I mean, so so what happened here. to the nuggets? Like, I don't get it. Maybe. So I'm curious if anyone out there at eight seven 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 ten ESPN has had uh, that experience uh, with the Popeyes chicken nuggets. So maybe you try another Popeyes. By the way, maybe maybe it's this Popeyes. Perhaps, this Popeyes. perhaps, perhaps. Maybe it's the one on PCH that just uh, disappointed me. I'm telling you right uh, now, last Friday when we were at Black Gold and we were at the golf tournament, there was a company there. Gosh, I wish I could remember their name. They made me a chicken sandwich. I have not stopped thinking about this chicken sandwich. Yeah, you mentioned it, it since was last Friday. It had this like aioli sort of sauce on it. Aioli is good. Then it had the the fried chicken. Then it had pickles, and I thought that's where it was going to end. And then they yeah. just topped it off with this giant scoop of coleslaw, and then they yeah. put a little more aioli on the top on a delicious bun pushed it all down, and then rolled it up, and it was unbelievable. And, gosh, I want one more of those. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, we uh, we kind of screwed up. We were going to talk about USC, um, and we ran out of time. So we'll do that at 540-ish or so. We were going to talk Raiders there, but we could push Raiders down a little bit. Uh, we, we'll talk Raiders at 6. We were going to talk USC here. We'll do it at 545 because 530, as you know, the most popular segment on this radio station has come to this show, Radio Tinder, because it's Lindsay's thing, and now we have it, and it's coming up in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Linz, what do we got? 
Thanks, Morales, for that nice intro. I always forget to thank him and also to tell people that they can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lindsay Baseball because apparently Morales, uh, the imaging is not in like either the live stream or the podcast, one of the two. So really, mm. yeah, yeah. So I just always want to make sure that everyone knows they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Which, starting off with my first story here, let me retweet this for you guys. All right, so an eSports star celebrated a tournament win so hard this weekend that he literally popped his shoulder out. Now, I just retweeted the video of this. If you guys want to check it out, it's quite funny. Cake Assault, which is the, the guy's gamer tag, I guess, he was competing at a gaming tournament in Sandusky, Ohio, and he beat out 245 competitors, making the victory a huge deal. So naturally, a big win deserves a big celebration. So Cake Assault sprung from his chair and went totally ballistic, flared his arm so hectically that his shoulder popped out of its socket, causing him to crumble to the ground in pain. Now, the guy's okay, but have you guys ever injured yourself by celebrating anything at all or even just like a really, really stupid emotional moment that you injured yourself? Swipe left or swipe right? Sedano. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I ha and I'm watching this video. It's kind of funny. It's his left arm. I'm trying to see what he does to his left arm. Yeah, he just, like, keeps swinging it down violently. Um, it's pretty funny, actually. Good video. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm – look, dude, I've jumped off couches and, like, hit myself. Um, one time I hit myself with, like, a fan, like a ceiling fan. Like, I jumped up uh, what? off the couch. That's pretty yeah. bad. Like, where you're jumping yeah. on a bed, you jump up, you, the fan is going, and you hit your head on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened to me once. Another time, like, I ran off the couch because something crazy happened. Like, I stubbed my toe really hard like on a table or something like, yeah, like things like that have happened to me for sure before. No doubt. But the fan one is definitely one I remember vividly. Yes. This guy is going to really hate the fact that he just yanked his shoulder out of the socket because you really need that left hand in pro gaming. You know, oh, you yeah. gotta, you gotta hold on to the, what do they call it now? The controller? Because it used to be a joystick back when I was playing. Controller, Atari. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, no one has called it yeah. a joystick in a long time. Yeah. Right. I know. It's going um, way back. Yeah, old school, Atari. Well, because in Atari, they actually had a joist. Uh, it was a stick, right, yeah. that, that would yeah. stick out. And, a and one it was button. much easier to use because you can control it with your right hand and just press the red button in the upper left corner. It was just yeah. two oh, things geez. you had to do. Now, yeah. you look at an Xbox, honestly, you need like a Ph.D. to know every direction to turn not, things. Not and, really, and a Ph.D. It's, I mean, it's like anything, it's, it's just brutal. muscle memory. Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty brutal, man. I mean, seriously, like my son will say to me, hey, you want to play Madden? You want to play FIFA? And I'm like, I can't. I, the controller's too much for me. It's too much going on, you know. Uh, but one time I did injure myself. This doesn't, I don't know if this is stupid like that, but I remember being, I was in college, and we, were, we had spring football. And the coach said to everybody, everybody who makes it to 100% of the practices we're going to have a special party for you guys at the end of spring football. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that because I don't like to miss practice anyway. I want, to, I want to be a 100% guy. So one day before practice, me and the rest of the kickers were down below and we're, we're playing basketball. And I don't know why we're playing basketball. It was a stupid idea. And somebody kneed me in the thigh. And I mean like a brutal, Ooh, brutal charley horse yeah, where yeah, I, I had to miss like two practices. That's how ridiculous it was. And I felt so stupid because I eventually was not invited to the 100% attendance oh, party, you know? That not really your fault. Me. Not no, your it fault. was my fault. I shouldn't have been playing basketball. I should have been on a Stairmaster or a treadmill or something. So, anyway. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. I will say, this did happen to me once. When I was in high school, it was my senior year, a couple weeks before graduating. My boyfriend and I 
we had like some stupid argument about something, nothing serious, but I got so mad at him. It was just like, fine, whatever, screw you. And I like sprinted out of his house. And as I was running out the house, I fell, I misstepped the front porch. So I like completely oh. missed a step and I oh. broke my foot. And his oh. brother was an EMT. And I remember like laying on the ground screaming wow. and my boyfriend's like, oh, she's just being dramatic. And his, boy, his brother comes out, he's an EMT, and he's like, oh, nope, that's definitely broken. It's about the size of a softball. So I had to go to prom wearing, like, a walking boot, and, oh, you know, that wow. was real fun. Go to graduation in a walking boot. That was a real hoot. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Laura, do you fun. have any? I do, actually. So <laughs> mine was after graduation, but my senior year in high school after graduating, we were like, I lied to my parents about working late at McDonald's. And we ended up going to the beach, getting drunk. And we were doing, I don't know why we were running in the sand, but we're kind of buzzed and it's dark. And I was in Santa Monica and so I'm running and I literally land on like, you know, those holes where people make the sandcastles or whatever. So my body went left and my knee kept straight and you just heard it go oh you hyperextended it yeah, and i was like good. oh and i just fell and then like the the i couldn't get up so the um the ocean waves are coming in and you could just see my leg go the other way and my body staying still and they're like something is not right with your knee i was like yeah so i ended up having surgery and this whole thing deferred oh from, man i deferred from college i was supposed to be in new york it was a whole thing it was way crazy. worse than mine way yeah. worse than mine yeah, so mine stupid. My story sucks now. It wasn't that <laughs> yeah. great to begin with. But, yeah, yeah. Yours was shout the worst, out, Laura, for sure. Yeah, win. shout out to me and Laura for actually like really injuring ourselves. Yeah, you guys <laughs> win. Yeah, the girls win. I don't time. know. I don't know if we want to be the winners on this one. Then, <laughs> no, but, but, but we did. But we did. <laughs> we, totally we don't want to be, yeah. but we are. Yeah, yeah we price. totally won. All right, guys. Next one. So, the smoking of a powerful hallucinogenic toad venom in short retreats is exploding in the Caribbean tourist hub of Tulum. The toad venom contains the fast-acting psychedelic DMT, which is touted by some as a miracle cure for mental health issues. The New Age Healing Tour, tour has the tourists flocking to Tulum where they undergo a ceremony in a teepee behind the Bufo Alvirus Sanctuary Hotel to ingest the psychedelic medicine. Mm-hmm. Would any of you guys ever consider attending a psychedelic retreat? Swipe left or swipe right? I'll swipe right. My answer is yes, I would consider it. All right. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that is willing to try anything. Like, I'm not really into drugs or anything, but, like, I will kind of try just about anything. Um, again, not really into drugs, so it's not like, oh, you'll try anything. Give them this. Watch them put it in here. I'm like, no, 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 it's not really like that, but... I am somebody who will try things. And so this kind of sounds interesting to me because when you first said toad venom, I didn't even know toads had venom. Like, do, do toads Some Certain do. toads are poisonous, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. this I did not know. I wasn't paying attention special, in biology class. specific type of toad. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, not I, even really a drug, I don't think. I mean, I feel like it's more of like a an ancient medicine that comes from nature that has been around for thousands and maybe even millions of years right so donna what do you think uh i would uh swipe left only because i feel like the early 2000s i was on a psychedelic retreat pretty much all my my entire time just (laughs) out of college so yeah so i i i I, i'm fine having lived that part of my life already once you know so i would try it because you know i i do a lot of listening to I, I mean some of the podcasts i listen to i won't get into it because i know you don't really like 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 them but um i've 
done a lot of research on this and there's actually not just like the toad venom but psychedelics in general like psilocybin which is like comes from mushrooms and dmt and even like mdma there's a lot of research being done recently um oh i know there's a lot yeah i'm with you i i get it um but I feel like I've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I want to do that at 44? No, I did but, it kind of at like 23. You know what I mean? But like, would you consider it differently if it was in like a controlled setting where it, you're going to have like some therapy afterwards because you're trying to like overcome an issue or something like that? No, no, I'm good. I'm no? good with the traditional <laughs> therapy. I'm good with that. All right. Yeah. I feel like All one right. time a few I will, years listen, ago. Listen, here's the yeah. thing. Here's why I will tell you that. I will, let me interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. You know why? I feel like that is such a bad trip. Like, if I'm going to sit here and, like, take some sort of psychedelic drug like MDMA, um, you know, you know, roll, molly, whatever you want to call it, but MDMA, and if I'm going to do that, why do I want to go through a therapy session? I want to have a blast, okay? Like, I don't want to do deal with that. Like, no, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't want a bad trip. If I'm going to go down that path, which I won't at this stage of my life, I am absolutely not doing it in that kind of setting. I was in Fiji a couple of years ago, and I don't remember what they called it, but I was in one of these, like, ceremonies, and the locals put it on, and they made something, and then you drank it, and and I really had no idea what it was, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to feel it, and... I got to tell you, honestly, like I never felt anything. I didn't feel high. I didn't feel hallucinogenic. I didn't feel anything. So they made this whole thing. They crushed it all up. You drank it out of these these bowls. And I wish I could remember what it was called, but it didn't, didn't I would, do anything to me. I would say ayahuasca, but if it was ayahuasca, you would have definitely felt it because that's something that like you have a trip for like an entire day almost. That's yeah. a whole other thing. But, you know, if I ever try this someday, I'll report back to you guys on how it goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Laura, what do you think? Man, I can't. I, I swipe whatever the no is. I'm still bad at this, Lindsay. I'm sorry. But left. Left. Okay. I swipe left just because I feel like if I would try something and I like it, I'll get hooked on it. Like, hence why I drink so much alcohol sometimes. <laughs> so I just stay away. Like, I know myself and I'm like, uh, you know, there's some things that I got to. Stay away from because I want too much of. So I think like I would definitely pass on this. Okay, All fair right, enough. Cap, it's just me and you then. We're going yeah, on the retreat. Yeah. I kind of uh, do we have time for one more? A quick one? I'll do a quick one. Yeah. yeah. So Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has a radical idea to ensure NFL games never end in a tie again. He appeared as a guest on ESPN2's Manning cast during Monday Night Football last night. And Wilson proposed his idea for the new overtime rule. Here is what he said. I got a crazy idea. Imagine this right here. Imagine if we went through this whole thing, this 10-minute overtime or whatever. Nobody scores, right? So you come back in for another coin toss, right? You, so they go it again, and they win it. You get one kick. You get to choose, hey, are we going to kick it or are they going to kick it? You got to kick it from the 35. Do you guys like Russell Wilson's no. idea to leave it all up to the kicker? No. No, that's what we were doing before, basically, in a lot of ways. Like, what? Are, like, how is that any different than what we were doing before? I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't I, get. I, what I missed. It, what I didn't understand. What Russell Wilson was saying is that okay. So you've played the full overtime. Then you come. Yeah, back, and nobody scores. Right, but then you 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 toss the coin. He wants and, like a penalty kicks, like soccer, basically. Yep, yeah, but he's yep. but he's saying that that whoever wins the coin toss gets to choose. We either kick from the forty. We either kick a forty-five yard field goal. Or we say no, we decline, and they kick a forty-five yard field goal, and that one play decides the game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, that's pretty like, much what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, listen, forty-five yards in the NFL is like you know ninety-two yeah. percent 
Yeah. Um, and, and maybe if he would have told me 55 yards, uh, maybe, maybe. But 45 yards, the, the percentages are too high. I agree. So bad idea. Yeah, yeah I'm bad swiping idea. left. Sorry, Russ. You're not going to be commissioner one day. No, but he'll probably be like the next Tony Romo or Drew Brees because he's good. He was good yesterday. And he's yeah, he great was good. on TV, and he's, yeah. he's, he's just great. I yeah. love Russell Wilson. Yeah. All right, coming up next, USC. There's a man that wants this job. We'll tell you who. Stick around. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Bro, I was four years old, so, I mean, I saw entertainment tonight much later in my life, but not of the debut, that's for sure. I certainly don't remember the debut, but I can tell you that um, back in the day, this is, I mean, Entertainment Tonight was like a show that, I mean, it was on every day. Yeah, and it's still on every day. Yeah, and it just, it was one of those shows that if, you know, it was kind of like, I would think um, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune mm -hmm. and Entertainment Tonight, these were all shows that would be in like a block of time yeah. where as a kid, you know, it was kind of like after dinner, so yeah. to speak. Entertainment was, Tonight was generally opposite of one of those game shows on a different channel. Is that what the deal was? Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, George, I did get a tweet from one of our great listeners, somebody by the name of True Mobile, T-R-O-O, yep. Mobile, yep. Yeah, yeah. who said that the uh, drink that I told you about that I had in Fiji is called kava. That's exactly right. So, Lindsay, you asked in Radio Tinder, would you take one of those hallucinogenic sort of things? I took this stuff called kava in Fiji, and it did nothing to me. So, for anybody that's going to try kava, didn't affect me. There you go. thought that was an important detail. No kava for you. What was no what, what what did it have in it? I don't really know what it is. Some kind of roots and stuff. I need to look this up now. Yeah, kava. interesting. All right, kava is Spain's most popular sparkling wine. It goes no, under no, the no, exact no. same production process no. as champagne. Was mm -hmm. it sparkling? No, 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 no. It was. Uh, here's what it is. It says uh, kava. Um, let's see. It says the root of the plant is used to produce a drink with a sedative, anesthetic, and euphoriant property. Here we go. I see. Kava root drink um, Fiji. Here we go. Yeah. It's with the K, right? Is it with yeah. the K? Yeah. I had it with the C, too. Yeah. Kava. Yeah. Tried it. Didn't do anything for me. So hmm. for anybody that's willing to try that. Oh, and by Inside the way. Inside the all-natural high that's sweeping America back in 2018, Rolling Stone magazine wrote about it. Really? Yeah. Now are you going to willing to try it again because it was in Rolling Stone magazine three years no, but ago? No, but I'm willing to try it again because the first time it did nothing to me. So. Right. You weren't Maybe relaxed? Yeah. Oh, I was very relaxed. Okay, that's even... what it does. Muscle relaxation. Sleepiness no, 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 no. and feeling of well-being. Yeah, I was relaxed prior to. Like, I, I just don't remember it doing, like, where I could feel anything. Oh, it says weight loss. I got to try it. You want to try some kava? It says weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps I mean, you. let's try it together. There's got to be a place in L.A. that sells that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Where can we find Kava in L.A.? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Yeah, and then shout out, by the way, about entertainment tonight. Shout out to my man, Kevin Frazier. Oh, yeah. I love that Kevin Frazier went from being like a sports center anchor. Do you know the story? 
of how he got to entertainment tonight? He's told us on this show. Do you no, have I don't know the story. So basically, long story short, he was um, the person who was doing the hiring at entertainment tonight wanted to hire him and um, whatever, and they had been in contact, and then they um, they ran into each other at some sporting event that you know the entertainment tonight I guess was there for as well. Maybe it was the NBA Finals or something like that. He said, um, and basically. The, he was leaving in like a cab and the person was leaving in like a limo. And they said, this is the difference between working for us and working where you're working at. <laughs> this um, is the difference between working in entertainment versus working in sports. Yeah. Limo over here, cab over there. Yeah, it was Makes something it like that. Yeah. yeah, and he told the story. And uh, yeah, Kevin's been on the show before and he told that story. I, and it's, it's a great story. I can sure. remember being with Kevin Frazier. This is uh, at the Rose Bowl, the USC versus Texas Rose Bowl. The, the Rose Bowl where Reggie Bush fumbled uh, yeah. as he was running down the field and Vince Young scored that touchdown. Right. Um, and the postgame show was on Fox, and Kevin Frazier was hosting that show with my, my longtime radio partner back then, Billy Ray Smith. And I was just sitting there waiting. Come on, guys, let's go. Let's get this thing over. We got a long drive home that night. And he was just such a, a, an angel of a guy. And I also love Nancy O'Dell, by the way. Nancy O'Dell is very, very yeah. good and extremely yeah. sexy, very attractive. So... I mean, I don't get to see entertainment tonight very much anymore. In fact, I wouldn't even know when it's on or where it's on. But I'm sure it's still on at 7 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, shout-out to Kevin Frazier and a special shout-out to Nancy O'Dell. A special shout-out? Right, as you called her sexy her. and uh, <laughs> as hell. Sexy yes. as hell. AF. Yeah, AF. Yeah. I wonder how Rachel feels about you thinking uh, Nancy O'Dell is sexy as hell. Well, I think Rachel is a realist of a person. and she's She like, knows hey. that Nancy O'Dell wants nothing to do with you. Well, that and, uh, and other women generally, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times Rachel being included in that group. Oh, it's funny. That was funny. <laughs> hey, listen, man. She knows what she got involved with. Yeah. So she knows the mess she's in. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Um anyhow. Uh so USC. Yeah. Let's do that real quick. Eric B enemy has Adam Schefter's reporting, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs, the guy who coaches Patrick Mahomes, has said the only job basically he'd consider not in the NFL is the USC job. L.A. kid, is that sexy? Is that you, you were talking about sexy AF earlier? Is that sexy for you? I, I think that Eric Bieniemy is a very sexy name when it comes to the USC job because while everybody would love to recreate the Pete Carroll situation, Nobody could recreate what Pete did. Not Sarkeesian, no. not Lane Kiffin, and certainly not Clay Helton. So the, the tree, the family tree of Pete Carroll didn't succeed Pete Carroll. But if you go to a guy that has a lot of NFL experience, who's from L.A., who loves USC even though he played his college ball at Colorado, and can sell a kid on this is why you come here. And by the way, one thing that coaches do a great job of, George, is they bring back people that are part of their career. So, for example, when I was in college, Paul Hackett was our head coach. USC fans, don't freak out. Paul Hackett was my head coach for three years. He brought Bill Walsh to practice. And right. let me tell you, those of us who were 49ers, like we knew about Joe Montana and Dwight Clark and the catch, when Bill Walsh showed up to speak to our team at practice, we were in awe of Bill Walsh. You know, and so when Patrick Mahomes comes to the USC practice because Eric Bieniemy has asked him to come speak to the team, the kids will lose their minds. 
And then they're going to tell every recruit about it. And then they're going to tell their high school teammates about it. And that is what you want from your head coach. I thought, I got to say, I thought Plaschke did a great job today in the LA Times. Hire a somebody. Don't just go hire somebody. Go hire a somebody. He's a somebody. Eric Bieniemy is a somebody. No yeah. doubt. In the yeah. football world, he is a somebody. Yeah, I absolutely think he's a somebody. I think he would be a great hire. I, again, I have Mario Cristobal as my number one seed. Uh, I don't think he's leaving Oregon, though, to your point earlier. Nor do I. Nor do I. Um, because I, I feel like he's like, you know, I mean, it may be a little, you know, obviously easier to keep the L.A. kids here as opposed to get them to Oregon. But you got Nike money. Like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, that's a good job now. <laughs> um, you know, Chip it, Kelly I, made that a very attractive job. And yeah. it took a little bit of a step back when he left. But Mario's got it humming again, you know? Like, they just beat Ohio State for right. the first time in their, uh, you know, on the uh, on the road for the first time in their school's history. They had four tries previously and couldn't do it. If you and, go from, George, if you go from Washington State to USC, that's a huge jump up. If you go yeah. from Oregon State to USC, that's a huge jump up. If yeah. you go from Oregon yeah. to USC today, I'm talking yeah. about today, not yeah. in the history of college football, Yeah, it's a lateral move. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that at the moment. Um, let me sneak in Tony and Marina Del Rey because we're up against it here shortly. He wants to tell us where we can find Kava. Hello. Oh. You can get Kava at the Kava Culture. Oh. Okay. And you can also get it at Holy Grounds Coffee and Tea. And I've oh. been to Fiji. I went to Vatu Lele. Oh, okay. Kava Culture. And Kava there. You, he's on Glendale Kava Boulevard, Culture. right? That's correct, sir. And it's also out in Atwater Village. Yeah. And does okay. it do anything to you? Like, did you? Because I said to you that I was in Fiji. I tried kava. I didn't feel anything. Did you, sir? It numbed my tongue. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Well, let's give it a shot. Let's go to Ka- I mean, it's not that far from the studio. I mean, it's basically, you know, in Atwater, you know, the Glendale area. Like, we can go. It's pretty quick. Tell you right now, it's a hell of a lot easier than getting to Fiji. What a pain in the ass that is. But yeah, that getting to Fiji. Don't get me wrong, it's really. an interesting place to be. But really? uh, I'd rather be in Fiji. Yeah. It's a long flight, man. I'll yeah. Tell you that yeah. right now. Uh, let me sneak in Mitch real quick. Mitch, go quickly. Thirty seconds. Go. Hey guys, nice to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, Cab. Uh, George, you any USC anybody but Urban Meyer? I mean, he's got to stick out with, with Jacksonville. Give the the new guy, uh, the interim guy. I love to see him. And what about giving one of these uh, great high school coaches? I, I high school coaches? And come on. It's USC, Mitch. Thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate you, but come I mean, on. Notre Dame tried that one time way, way, way back. I want to say in the early 80s. Remember that, yeah. George? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, Notre Dame never... hired a, the top yeah. high school yeah. football coach in the yeah. state of Indiana. Jerry yeah. Faust, I believe. Yeah, was that was name? a disaster. Yeah, yeah. And, I, uh, anyway. It was a disaster. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 